The Ten Commandments was a phenomenon, was an event that happened once in all world history that has never repeated itself again. This was a moment where God came down from heaven to our earth and God descended on the mountain at Mount Sinai and presented to Moses the Ten Commandments. This was as known as their revelation. There was no other time in all world history that God revealed himself to as many people as he had. The amount of people that were there then were close to three million people. Now this happened 3,300 years ago, the 13th century BCE. This was when the Jews came out of Egypt in the year 2448, since creation. The Jews, after spending over 200 years in slavery in Egypt, finally experienced the exodus through Moses. And that was all a preparation to leave Egypt, not just to become free people from the slavery, but rather to be able to begin a new world order. And that was when the Jews left Egypt, the Israelites left Egypt. They saw the phenomenal a miracle of the splitting of the sea. And then they finally arrived at the Mount Sinai. They were there getting prepared for three days. They knew that something special is going to happen. They knew that Moses went up and was going to come down with the Ten Commandments. Everyone waited, anticipating this incredible revelation. This was the only religion, which is actually the first religion recorded in the Bible, that had a revelation of God in the presence of three million people. There are many other religions that have begun over time, but they were just with a select few of people. This was a revelation in the presence of three million eyewitnesses. And the, these three million eyewitnesses was the ones who carried it on until today. We have it here today because of the revelation. So before the revelation, there were two distinct worlds. There was the heavens and the earth, two separate worlds. The heavens were all spiritual, where the angels were. Earth was very physical. Everything is materialistic. It's physical, which is very different than spiritual, which is not physical. And they were separate, two different spheres, two different worlds. And there was nothing that we could do in this world that we can marry spiritual to physical. There were two distinct worlds. When the revelation occurred on Mount Sinai, when God descended, it was that moment a fusion occurred where spirituality 
was entered into this world, into earth. It was the very first time that this marriage happened and in a very revealed way. There were so many miraculous phenomena that occurred at Mount Sinai at the Revelation. Everyone got to hear God's voice for the first time. Three million people heard God's voice. The very first two commandments of the Ten Commandments were uttered by God's voice. Imagine hearing from God, the omnipotent, omnipresent. What a phenomenon. As a matter of fact, the moment at Mount Sinai, all these three million people that were there, they were healed. Everyone was incomplete the way they needed to be. The blind were able to see, the deaf was able to hear. Everyone got healed. Everyone was united as one person. It was that moment that God said, I will accept you. I will welcome you to be my nation and you accept me to be your God. It was like a marriage and a cloud hovered over Mount Sinai when this all occurred. The miraculous phenomenon as recorded in the Bible was we were able to see what was heard and hear what was seen. A phenomenon that was never repeated itself. So a lot has occurred during this revelation. It was a moment of history that will change the world forever. For 2448 years, the world did not have any rules. The world at a whole was just running amok. There was no law and order. There's no purpose. There's no reason why God created the world. We had no clue. We were just existing. The gift of the Ten Commandments was not just to the Israelites, the Jewish people that were there. It was a gift to the world. It was to create a purpose for the existence of human beings, for the existence of Earth. Up until then, we had no clue why did God create Earth? Why did God create us human beings? What's the purpose for all this? When the revelation happened, it gave us a clear understanding of why God wanted the Earth to be and why God put us on the Earth. And that was the fusion of spirituality into physicality. That God put us on the world as human beings to be able to draw down God's presence, the spirituality from heaven, and bring it into the depths of the earth. In other words, that we could combine spirituality with physicality. We can take a cow and use the hide to write a Torah scroll, a mezuzah for the door. The phylacteries, the tefillin that we pray in, that's merging spirituality with something physical. We take an apple and we say a prayer on it and we eat the apple. You're elevating the apple. You're bringing spirituality into that apple. And all of a sudden, our focus on this world was not about us, 
but it's about our spirit. It's about spirituality. It's about the divine presence making this world an abode where God can rest. And that was the purpose of the Ten Commandments. And that is what the Ten Commandments was. So when Moses came down from the mountain with the Ten Commandments, by the way, they were not rounded. They were square. The Ten Commandments was square granite that was engraved miraculously that you were able to see the same words from both sides of the granite, that the letters were suspended miraculously. These Ten Commandments remained with us and was placed in the Holy Ark that remain with us till this very day. The Ten Commandments wasn't just Ten Commandments. It is the whole Bible. Everything was presented to Moses during this revelation. The world has existed until now. The law and order that we have been able to function and build societies and build countries is all based on the laws that were presented at Mount Sinai. So the revelation to the three million people, it was a moment like a conversion. Everyone there accepted what God presented. They all shouted out, we'll do whatever you want us to do, and we'll listen later of the details, but we're committed to this. And that is when God blessed us and says, you follow these laws, you will be blessed with long life. It will lengthen your days. This is going to be your life. This is going to be the air that you breathe. And that is what the Ten Commandments are all about. And this is why the world needed the Ten Commandments. And that is why the world needed this revelation. So it gives us purpose of existence. It gives us meaning to our existence. It's like our operationals manual that we know how to operate ourselves. We know what is the purpose of life. What is the purpose of our existence? What's the purpose of earth? It's all because of God's divine presence to be drawn down into this world. You and I are alive today because we have a part of God in us. That is what we call a soul. That soul was brought down to this world for a journey. We are on that journey, and our journey is to take the Ten Commandments and the laws and to imbue it and to elevate this world with God's Torah, with God's light. The Ten Commandments are as follows. Commandment number one, I am your God. To understand there's no other gods on the world. There's just one God. And that is the God that we worship, pray to. That is the God that we have a relationship with. That is the God that loves us unconditionally. And that is the God that we love unconditionally. The moment of the revelation is when we made that bond. We made that connection. Just like a marriage of a husband and wife, we are both equally responsible and dependent on each other. Yes, we are dependent on God 
to give us life and to sustain us. But God is also dependent on us to do what's right. That we are here in this world to fulfill that purpose. Commandment number two is not to have any engraved images of other gods. No idol worshipping whatsoever. Idol worshipping was something of the past or was very common, always dating back to the days of Abraham, from the Abrahamic days. Idol worshipping is prohibited. We don't worship things, just God Almighty. Commandment number three is not to blaspheme, not to use God's name in vain. And many people don't realize that in the American vocabulary, sometimes we we say God's name in vain. We don't realize it. Just give you an expression. I'm not going to say it. But you say, dash, dash, damn it. <laughs> that's, that, that's blasphemy. You don't use God's name like that. We need to be respectful of God's name. Number four, observe the Sabbath day. The seventh day of every week is the holiest day of the year, is the Sabbath day. God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh day. Observing the Sabbath, making one day different than the rest of the days of the week. That is a very fundamental part of life, of humanity, is to have a day of rest. Commandment number five, honoring your parents. Yes, that's rated right up there in the Ten Commandments. Number five, honor your father and your mother and your siblings. Honor is a fundamental element of societies, of family, to honor each other, especially your parents, to honor them at any cost. As a matter of fact, that's the only commandment from the Ten Commandments that has a reward associated with it. It says when you honor your parents, you'll be blessed with long life. The greatest gift is long life. That's the first five commandments. The second set is the commandments, thou shall not kill, murder, thou shall not steal, thou shall not bear false witness, thou shall not covet your neighbor's property. Those are the Ten Commandments. But that's not everything. That's 10 out of 613 commandments. The 613 commandments was given to the Israelites, to the Jewish people, 613. The rest of the world is only seven. And that's all taken from the beginning from the Ten Commandments. These Ten Commandments was given to every single one of us. It was given to the world. It was a gift to the world. And we need to do whatever we can to strive, to fulfill, to obey. The only way we can do that is by studying it, by learning from it, and doing our best to grow towards it. Yes, God created us as human beings with inclinations, the positive inclination, the evil inclination, and the battle goes on all day long. And we are tempted so much to pull away from the Ten Commandments. But the soul in us pulls us back, and it's never too late. We can always get reconnected. You want to connect to God? You want to connect to the divine? It's through 
the Bible, through the Torah. This is our light to the world, and this is marrow to our bones, this is breath to our lungs, this is blood to our sinews. Our whole existence is because of our connection with God Almighty. God gave us the gift. Let's receive it. Let's accept it. Let's begin learning about it. Expand your knowledge about the Ten Commandments and about the laws that we learn from it. Your life will be so much more fulfilled. You'll understand your mission on this world. And certainly we will do whatever we can to bring God's presence to this world and bring this world to its total completeness, which we pray and we hope that that happens speedily in our days. God bless you. God loves you.